It's 35 minutes past the hour on a Friday morning in November in the year of our Lord 2019. I'm Matt Wilcom, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, along with Pastor of St. Charles Church, Father Tim Beeren. I'm not the pastor, he is. just want to make that clear. Thank you for that. We are here with another former pastor, a retired priest of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm putting retired in air quotes, because it's, it's not entirely clear whether retirement has slowed him down at all. We have Father Dale Tupper here at the church in studio, if you will. Father, thanks so much for being on the air with us this morning. Yeah, it's a privilege to be here. And uh, retirement has slowed me down, but I think it's age. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for your many years of priesthood. 54 years, is that right? Approximately. Yeah. Wow. And as you look back, you talk about the beauty of the priesthood as seen from your eyes. Well, experience has been kind of unique in the sense that I was surprised again and again by what I've lived through. And I was, I've had so many different opportunities and different forms of ministry that I'm just astounded by it all and very happy to, um, that I had this opportunity from the Lord to um, be in this vocation. You certainly have had a lot of experiences through the years. Uh, talk about your time in Catholic education and how it came to be in the Austin area. Well, um, that was one of the surprises I had was that I ended up in a, as a high school principal in three different schools. I thought I'd taken the vow of instability for a while there and <laughs> uh, roaming from one to another and making changes and, and going on. And then later years, I moved to Austin and became involved deeply in, at Pacelli High School there. So that's been a great opportunity to serve, and I have many former students in the area. So, One of the unique parts of Austin with the Catholic parishes there, the three parishes, there's also a large Hispanic community in Austin. Uh, how did you help to bridge the gap between Hispanics and the Anglo communities? That was a very interesting experience because uh, they had had a, had a huge strike there um, 25, 28 years ago. And... Um, um, the community was divided in the parish I was sent to as a result of that. It was nobody's fault. And I came, and I decided that I wouldn't talk about it. And I didn't for 12 years. What happened instead was that I decided we were one parish, and everybody was a, in part of that community, and I tried to live that way. I had two outstanding events that changed things. One was I started adoration there, 24 hours, and invited everybody to participate. And the curious thing is that both Hispanic and English-speaking parts of the community participated to the full, and it was something new for them, that they could pray together. And they looked at each other and realized that they were one family. Second part of that was that uh, I had a young priest by the name of Father Silva who came and joined me. And he started small Catholic communities there known as the Neocatechumenal Way. And uh, in that, it brings to life teenagers, especially the Hispanic kids who were isolated. And he got six of them committed to go to the missions or not to go to the missions, but to go to uh, Rio de Janeiro for World Youth Days and to meet Pope Francis. 
and he got the six of them to stand up in front of the English-speaking community and ask their help. Wow. And it was awesome. Hmm. I think maybe for the first time they were really one parish because they all got behind these kids and they stood about a foot from Pope Francis in Rio de Janeiro. They stayed an extra day there and prayed for vocations. And uh, that's been going on ever since since I retired. The 30 of them went to Poland for World Youth Days and another 10 or 15 to um, Panama for World Youth Days. So um, this little parish that never thought that they could do anything. They sent kids 10,000 miles. That was awesome. Your heart certainly seems to be full and overflowing with with many examples, even in just these uh, few examples of how the Lord truly is working through you, but also working through the people that you minister with and to. Exactly. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're speaking with Father Dale Tupper retired priest of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, about his time as a pastor. and It's very clear to me as well, Father, that you have a heart for parish life, for parish unity, for the good of every individual, regardless of their background or what might be going on economically, uh, describing some very difficult times that you shepherded this parish through in Austin, Minnesota, when people were crossing picket lines and a lot of resentment was going on bringing them together through the power of Eucharistic exposition adoration. I'm just looking out through the window here at the parish here in St. Charles. There's there's exposition going on right now in the main part of the church. Anybody who's in the St. Charles, Minnesota area can stop by. Uh, and so this is really being brought home to me right now in a, in a very clear way that the power of our Lord to unite uh, a parish. Now, just to clarify, I didn't do these things. The, no. They happened. You just have to walk through the door, right? Yep. And you all have also written a couple of books, though. You've, uh, you have In the Era of the Secular and Grace and The Gateway in the Era of the Secular. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, the, the first book um, um, is the blood, of the, the blood of the Chalice in the Era of the Secular. The second one is Grace on... Um, the gateway and the era of the secular. Um, it comes about through my preaching, and I, I learned that sometimes if you hit certain topics, it got very quiet in church. You could hear a pin drop. Hmm. And most of the time those topics had to do with two parts. One is how to deal with the secular culture Catholics have to live in. And the other part was how do we draw closer to the risen Christ in our lives. And so I decided to write that. Actually, I didn't decide that. I, I went to prayer one day after I retired and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And it was wordless, but it seemed to sound like right. And that that very afternoon, I, I found a, a, a program that uh, writers use. And it said, okay, Lord, I get it. I'll try. <laughs> and uh, I've been writing on that ever since. And uh, I had no intention to, to do it. And I, I just started writing. And it, with the help of the Internet, I've been able to put together a couple books now. And I'm working on a third. 
So, where can they find these books, Father? On Amazon Books. Oh, that's perfect because, uh, I, you know, I was introduced to your books through one of my parishioners who, very much impressed with your writing, actually purchased them for me. And uh-huh. I'm very impressed with your writing. And it is so beautiful because it really gets to the heart of, of where the church needs to be. And you're just, it's a, a beautiful way to express that. Yeah. And, you know, we have to live in the secular world and it's a hostile environment for us. So, in this era, we have to own the presence of Christ much more deeply, and we really have to be committed to it. And the starting point of that is Eucharist, the Mass, and all the pieces of that. That's a great message. Father Dale Tupper, thanks so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. We'll have to have you back sometime. Great witness as a as a pastor in all those years in Austin and elsewhere, I'm sure, and um, still keeping up, uh, very busy. And uh, thank you again for your witness. Thank you. We're broadcasting live from St. Charles Church in St. Charles, Minnesota. I'm Matt Wilkham. I'm Father Tim Beer, and you're listening to Real Presence Live. Real Presence Live.